to get cans of water or any can, um, you need to do a minimum run of 150,000 cans. 150? 150,000. And I can tell you, I can tell you what that looks like. And let me just say, for someone that's never, ever sold a single drink before, when you first look at 150,000 cans, it's probably one of the scariest things that you've, that you've oh, ever, as, 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 a, as, a, as a, a starter in any industry. Um, and we basically said to our can manufacturers, guys, um, we need some sort of prototype. And they basically said, listen, we can give you just plain silver cans with um, sparkling lemongrass juice in, uh, but they're just plain. And you could just take it to people and just, and you can, you can make it your own. So right. we basically... I think we spent about 500 quid and we basically got these, we got 500 cans, which 500 cans was scary. So you can imagine 100 <laughs> of each. Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people We've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 241 of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, your host. Joining me on this week's episode is Josh White, co-founder of innovative water brand Can A Water. Now, having experienced the damage that single-use plastics can have on the environment firsthand whilst traveling in Thailand with his friends, Josh took it on himself to take one step closer to making the food and drink industry more sustainable. While still under the age of 25, he managed to capture the attention of big brands such as Selfridges, Tesco and Amazon with an innovative way of making bottled water more environmentally friendly. As the marketing director of Can of Water, Josh has managed to capture the attention and partner up with London Fashion Week and the Oscars, which they sponsored in 2017 as well. As an advocate for sustainability and climate change, Josh is able to inspire people with this attitude to the Earth's health and ways in which the business can make a difference to the current climate emergency. During today's episode, we talk giving back to the community of people around Can of Water, running a sustainable business during COVID-19, and how to build a clear, strong brand. Screw it, just do it. Here's Josh White. Thank you for getting in touch. Massively appreciate it. Great, great to have you on. Um, sure. Anything that you particularly want to to focus on or, or not focus on to be honest with you I always kind of cool. 
Yeah, no. So I think that like um, what's most interesting to a lot of people is obviously uh, how we started and why. Obviously, um, a lot of the I guess the downfalls and a lot of the barriers, which is something that people. Um, I don't usually like to go into numbers from a money perspective. Yep. I don't mind going into numbers from a cans perspective. Yeah. Um, in regards to growth, um, but yeah, pretty sort of. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, did you see the one I did with Piers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was chatting to Piers yesterday, actually. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was um, chatting to you, yeah. And like, I mean, that that was a really great interview for us um, and got a lot of traction. I just think, yeah, I think the art, the, 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 yeah, the questions were perfect. Yeah, he's 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 good. He, he funnily enough, he messaged me yesterday going, um, I think, mate, and I posted up about Joe Rogan and like how much money he's made from like 190 million downloads or something. And Piers messaged me going, maybe I should start my own podcast. I was like, well, you've got your own one, but I know what you mean, you know. Um, he's kind of toying between a. It's just, yeah. Off the dial, isn't it? Like $30 million like income. And it's just, um, it all comes down to like the honesty, you know, and the way that he sort of speaks. And I think that, yeah, that's, that's really key in life. I think that's the trick mm. that a lot of people miss. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, I wanted to start with a with a with a quote that I I read from you about putting purpose before profit. So if you don't mind me reading that, and then I'll oh, just hand over to you. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank, thanks, Josh. Um, I just wanted to start with a quote. So, as business leaders, our success is usually measured on the growth of our business. The future of our success will be measured on how we looked after our teams, their families, others suffering. Um, and how, when we come out the other side of this, we all uh, pull together. Uh, so you, you wrote that little little while ago. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit about it because I, I totally resonated with that, and it really kind of jumped up, jumped off the page for me. Well, I think that um, this whole coronavirus, COVID nineteen situation, no one knew that it was coming. You know, um, and a lot of people were scared. And I guess as as business leaders, um, it's very easy to put ourselves first we've grown the business us 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 and yes um, i'm sure a lot of people would 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 want to put themselves first but the reality is is that um we've got teams you know and we've got people around us that are equally as scared as worried um don't know where they stand and i think that um for, for, for us personally looking after them before us was really 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 important making sure that they're okay that they know where they're st- where they stand but I guess a mega important part as well is what can we do um, for the community um, and what can we do for the people around us um, Can of Water as a brand and obviously we can talk about where it started but Can of Water as a, as a brand now is a, uh, is, is, is a is a known brand Beyond that um, and beyond everything, it started from purpose. And yeah, I think that that's really, really, really key is uh, looking out for people, making sure that other people are okay. And that, 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 that could be also other founders, you know, other mm. founders making sure that they feel okay. There's a lot of, I've shared it in other podcasts for the first week and a half. I found it extremely hard, you know, mm. extremely hard. But um, from speaking to my team from speaking to my um, my other co-founders and other colleagues um, and speaking to other business owners i sort of pulled through with their positivity and yeah. um, and it, even if it was their negativity it actually we we were able to turn it into a positive aspect so it helped helped me personally massively and what did you um struggle with because it's funny because I, I started off 
okay. And then we had the bank holiday weekend. And because I've been working like an absolute Trojan, everyone's like, look, take the extra days off, take the four days. And I, I ended up working some of Sunday, some of Monday. But in the great scheme of things, I took, you know, with the nice weather and we got a nice garden and that, I, I took the four days off. But the Tuesday and Wednesday, that was the lowest I'd, I'd been. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, about the psychology of that. And I pulled myself together again, like you say, from positivity of, of, of my team. The Thursday and Friday, I, I finished the week really strong, but I really, really struggled on, on that Tuesday and Wednesday after, after that time off. Uh, well, what did you kind of struggle with? It's that limbo, really, isn't it? It's mm. not knowing. It's not knowing. I think yeah. that, that is the, the scary part, you know. And um, I, I've had it in the past. And you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger is, 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 is a really, really important uh, phrase. And uh, we've gone through a lot since starting Cano Water. Um, so I've actually become a stronger person from a business aspect. But when you're growing a business and it's it's like this, and then you start to see a bit of traction, and then it's like this, um, it's completely and utterly terrifying when you look at your numbers and 95% of your of the businesses that you sell to have just cut out. Yeah. But when you speak to other individuals who are feeling the exact same pain, um, you start to just, um, yeah. And when, when also when you start to think about your other, um, like your team and your colleagues, how you've got to really sort of stay strong for them and things like that are really, really important and have, have massively helped me. But I just found, um, a lot of sleepless nights, you know, a lot of thinking, um, and it's very, very hard to get away from that. You know, it's, it's very easy to say, just think positive, but yeah, I mean, you don't jump into a business like this um, and just think that that yeah, everything's going to just be sort of like a, a run in the park because it's 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 not at all, and it hasn't been for us, especially starting, I guess, a world first. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, and and does that have interest? Are you are you like in you know lockdown on on your own, or are you with like family, other halves? So yeah, I'm um, I am with family. Um, I'm quite fortunate that I've got a, a garden um, and a little sort of a little like sort of gym set up, uh, which for me is like um, a great vice. Um, and yeah, I, I am with my family. I'm very much uh, I very much have two families these days. Um, I've well three actually. I've got my girlfriend's family. I guess I've got my family, but uh, my my my. I mean, my Cano family. Mm, of course. And, and and that is um, that's. I guess it's it's via Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I um, but that is like a real, real, real strong family vibe for us. Um, and it is very, very much early days, you know, and um, really sort of sticking together and um, talking to each other openly and honestly about how we feel and how uh, yeah, how we're going to plan for the future. That that is the word at the moment is strategically planning. Um, yeah when we yeah for when we get out do you know i i, I interviewed uh, lord billamoria cobra beer founder two days yeah. ago and um i didn't know that i interviewed him before a couple of weeks ago as well and i, and I was meant to go to the house of lords and i was you know really looking forward to that um but it, it was what it was um and he said which i wasn't kind of expecting because you, you read the stats going um alcohol has increased consumption has increased by 25 percent in the uk 55 percent in the us apparently and um you assume they're doing really well. And then he said, two thirds of our revenues have been wiped out because we supply all of the restaurants, all of the bars here and in India. 
I get messages. I've had 20, 30 messages from people. You must be smashing it at the moment. And even though I'd love to turn around and be like, yeah, we are, because everyone's drinking water. But the reality is, is um, tap water is always the best. If you uh, if 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 you've got sort of tap water with you at any given time, um, if you need an on the go alternative, you're on the run, you don't have your reusable flask, then yeah, can of water is the one. But majority of people are at their home, where they a lot of them probably have tap water. Mm. Um, and when you're going into Tesco's, Budgeons, all the places that we sell at, who's buying single units? You know, who's buying single units? You're looking for those big packs and. Um, yeah. That's something that obviously we're going to be working on in the future. But yeah, right now we are still selling in in um, in retail. But yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, the same as everyone else, um, and the same as I mean, the guy that you spoke to, it is very, very, very much similar. Similar for us. That's the experience. But mm. yeah, what, you know what? What can you do? Yeah, exactly. unprecedented times, as everyone keeps mm. <laughs> keeps saying, and that that is this. We we are in the unknown. And and um, what happened to you and 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 your business like literally immediately after, after lockdown? Um, can you kind of remember uh, kind of the time when you're like, actually this is this is serious, and you know we, we need a team meeting or maybe the founders meeting first? How, how did that kind of evolve for, for you? You know, immediately afterwards. I think we based it on. Um, when we felt the need to obviously to, to, to shut down, we, we started working from home about a week before lockdown because we noticed that that was the right thing to do. Mm, um, a, few, yeah. a few of our, uh, our sort of, I mean, me, myself, my brother's a diabetic. I've got my grandparents and a lot of the, and, and, and as, as I said, before myself, the team, um, they've got vulnerable um, individuals within their households. So it was very, very important for us to make sure that they felt safe. Mm. Um, and you know what? It has been hard to do things via Zoom. I mean, I'm, I'm part of the marketing team and, and uh, I work closely with, with the sales team and even the operations team and think that for me, it's been quite hard from, from like, because obviously it is, it is a lot nicer when you are together and you can vibe off of each other. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it hasn't been the end of the world. So I think for us, we, yeah, we, we started the week before. We didn't panic. We we just sort of, we just did what we had to do, really. And I think that's what we are very, very good at, um, is just, just, just dealing with things, how it comes, how it happens naturally. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, 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 that has been our experience. It wasn't a very sort of up and down experience. It was very much just do what we feel is right for the, for the team and the business and then just, just, just plan ahead. Mm. And um, interested to know uh, with regards to your team, what whereabouts are they? I'm assuming you've got some in the US. Other than that, I don't know. No, so we're actually we're very much UK based. Oh, so okay. we are um, we've basically there's eight of us um, split between commercial sales, um, operations, and marketing. Um, and then we do have other territories. Um, so we've got like the UAE and Singapore and other places like that where. It isn't, uh, it isn't like a direct um, can of water team. It's it's sort of distributors that we've that we've that we've been working with in those countries that we um, have great relationships with, who are also very much um, in the same position as as we are in the UK. Mm. Um, and how did you 
it's interesting. I've spoken to so many. I felt like I've got the equivalent of a Harvard MBA like the last month speaking to, you know, some of these amazing. Yeah. See, I was chatting to um, James McMaster, CEO of Huel the other day yeah. as well, yeah. um, which really interesting chat and, you know, how well they're doing cool. at the moment. There are certain businesses do, doing, you know, uh, I was chatting to Nourish, uh, Melissa Snover there, and she was yeah. saying 300% increase in sales, cool. you know, these vitamins, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the guys and girls I've spoken to have said they've, they've literally looked at this blank sheet of paper and gone, the last three years or 30 years we've done this. Who's to say that was right? If we could yeah. start a business again now, uh, what would it look like? Have, have you thought about similar things like that? Yeah, I mean, are you talking about within, within what's happening at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that businesses that are based on purpose will flourish from this i yeah, really great. really do i think yeah. that people will think more about the environment and you talk about vitamins you know like i've i've even been looking into to different vitamins you know and mm. people like huel i'm a massive fan of huel yeah. um, and, and 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 all the work that those guys do uh businesses that are based on purpose that most people originally would look in and think really then they start to sort of look down different paths. Um, I mean, I can imagine the plastic intake is huge at the moment within households because people probably feel as if they haven't got a choice. Yeah. But when they look at it and they think to themselves, Oof, this is like, it's, it, that's when people start to, to sort of to see it. And some people see it naturally and it's been ingrained into them since they were kids and they look at it like, I don't want to drink from a plastic bottle. And then there's people that... Um, that didn't think like that, but have started to, uh, to to see it more in different situations. You know, they might be in sport and they see that plastic bottles are everywhere when they do like a marathon. Mm, you know, they didn't see it before and then they yeah. see it. So a lot of people just just don't that they they've naturally got that instinct. And then some people don't. So within what we do, um, it's very much always been like that. The plan is. Um, and has always been to just go on this journey to remove as much single-use plastic from the environment as we can. So COVID-19 or not, that's our mission, you know, and we've seen growth uh, like on our, on our website side um, yeah. and, and sort of, um, and, and, and yeah, any sort of like online platforms that we, that we, that we, that we sell through. Um, but yeah, to be completely honest with you, that our mission will always sort of stay the same. Um, and if it if it grows through the pandemic, then it grows, um, yeah. and that and that'll be that'll be really exciting. But personally, we've we've seen massive massive growth um, in the past, like from from when we first started to 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 even from two thousand and eighteen to two thousand and nineteen, we've seen some some yeah like exponential growth. Uh, yeah, it, what kind of strikes me then, you know, looking at um, you know a lot of the articles that have been written on written about, etc., is you know, and some of the places obviously that we've seen your cans, uh, even going back a month ago, one of the government briefings, and there was I've forgotten the guy's name, but like the chief medical officer, and I was like, how do you, how do you get like product placement like that? That might be interesting for for people. You know what? I get asked by a lot of brands and a lot of people how it happens. <laughs> Bet you do. And in all honesty. It just happens. And you know how it happens. We don't pay for it. We don't ask for it. It just happens, you know. Really? I think when you've got a product that um, that is that is fueled by purpose, and the whole thing is about m the brand mission, you know, and um, 
and 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 everything that we do is based on authenticity um we've never ever ever wanted to like grow unorganically everything has been organic growth um we don't ask people to do things um even sort of influencers i mean we might sort of send things to people yeah yeah of course ask you know we mm. we want people to do things because they care rather than because we've we've asked them and i think that's always been where we've been very different as a brand um we've always very very like it, it, you have to be aligned with our why and if you're not aligned with our why then why do we want to work with you you know and yeah. and we, we we want everyone to be to be to be a fan of the brand obviously mm. um but really we want you to be a fan of the purpose and why we started the, the brand like that that's that is the most important thing i think to all of us Mm. And and you say you know with, with purpose, and I started with that quote about purpose before profit. And um, just remind our audience who, who might not be familiar with the story, because this now goes out 143 countries to date. Um, but it was one of your co-founders, yeah, because three of you, and it was Thailand. Was that right? Was that the moment? That that was the moment. So we had all been to Thailand um, and seen um, the problem firsthand. But the interesting part was is none of us. It was never. It was never part of our agenda. Put it that way. You know, we we I, I we all grew up around like uh, in a place called Radlett. It's uh, near Watford and Boreham Wood, which is actually where Big Brother is filmed. Okay, yeah. um, Studios and um, around here, you know, you, you might see the odd plastic bottle littered on the side of the road, but the truth is, is that you don't see any plastic pollution. Uh, growing up, even uh, I would frequently like, I mean, uh, work around sort of the London area and even, and even sort of like frequently go to greater London and uh, places outside London. And I've never ever experienced plastic pollution. Mm. You know, I think that we just, we were just maybe used to seeing a plastic bottle on the side of the road um, uh, and a can, you know, and a can and a carton and all of these different materials, but we'd never... Personally, I'd never really thought anything of it until going to Thailand and seeing, um, yeah, I mean, a, a a different perspective to everything, you know, mm. brands that I'd grown up loving, you know, Evian, Coca-Cola, all of these different, you know, Fiji, all these different brands that have been marketed to us as really like amazing, lovable brands were just littered um, in, in, in such extreme amounts that it actually, it actually shocked me. And, and it's quite funny because growing up, certain things have shocked me. Certain things haven't, haven't shocked me. I, uh, a lot of the time haven't cared maybe. And that's, that's, that's the, um, that's the realistic truth of, 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 of me as an individual, maybe my other um, co-founders that, that like, yeah, maybe we wouldn't have cared in, a, in another life. Um, and a lot of people ask us, like, why did you even start this? Like, you've never cared before. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what makes this story so special, you know, because we became completely and utterly um, obsessed with how is this a thing and how are brands like this getting away with it and still so sort of happy and chirpy brands and really like like here we are and just and 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 i think that that sort of scared us a little bit to be honest with you like does anyone else from from where we're from know about that know that this is going on you know like mm. like like 
I'm sure loads of people go to Thailand or these sort of other remote islands or other places across the globe and sort of see this thing, but why is no one doing anything about it? And we did a lot of research and saw that like the only people that were really talking about it were like your, your, your sort of your Greenpeace and people yeah. like that. No one was really, really talking about it. And we all had jobs at the time. I, um, I'm a DJ. Um, that's sort of like, I would say that's sort of like my hobby, but I, I was in sort of events and marketing. My other colleague, Perry, uh, is, a, is a designer and he was doing a lot of fashion design and Ariel uh, is in, was in sales and sort of headhunting in the city. And um, we basically just gave, gave up our evenings um, for like months and months on end for no apparent reason, just, just to sort of, just because we became obsessed mm. with trying to figure out a way of how we can make a difference. I think that was the that was the the idea. How can we make a difference? There wasn't a can at this point. There right. wasn't sort of it was like how how can we make a difference? And um through a lot of research, um we realized that without a degree in science, without like a degree in like like architecture and like serious, serious, like millions and millions and millions of pounds, we are not going to be able to create something now that can change this. And that was that was that, that was the, the truth. We did a lot of research and yeah, we couldn't we couldn't do it well, unless we had that that time and that that money we and that experience we couldn't just create something that just dissolved into into thin air so mm. we started to look at other packaging and one thing that we were absolutely blown away by was loads of people were saying how unrecyclable plastic is you know even the plastic companies weren't ashamed by saying like that the lid is an unrecyclable and this yeah. and, that. and i don't think a lot of people were picking up on it and then you've got glass which is arguably as good as as, as um, aluminium because mm. it's also infinitely recyclable uh, but it's very, very heavy, and a lot of places ban glass, um, yeah. so it couldn't, it couldn't, it couldn't go up against the plastic bottle um, as such, um, because there's so many barriers to entry for it. And then you've got cartons, and if you actually look into a carton, it is arguably worse than plastic. Really? Uh, yeah, really? I mean, it is. It is so bad. Yeah. And one of the main things is, and it's, it's <laughs> the marketing. BS that we've sort of believed in for so many years um, about plastic. It's the same with cartons, you know, it is recyclable. Like mm. a plastic bottle, it is recyclable. But the problems that you've got are, is that first of all, with cartons, there's nowhere to recycle it. So yeah, exactly. You yeah. You, it's all great that it's recyclable, but it can't get recycled. Um, and then, yeah, with plastic bottles, it's not infinitely recyclable, and nor is um, nor is a um, nor is a carton because a carton has got three different layers in it. It's got paper, plastic, and aluminium. So mm. you've got a lot of people saying that they've got recyclable products, but they they don't. But the greatest thing about aluminium is that seventy five percent of all aluminium that was mined in the eighteen hundreds just is just still in circulation. That's nice. and, um, and it's bad. So every can that you've that you've drank from, a lot of the time, well, most of the time, it's just been just millions and millions of cans. Wow. Whereas like the the the, the plastic percentage I read is like less than ten percent. Is that right? I mean, yeah. From a recycled recyclable yeah. point of view, it is. I mean, the plastic just loses its quality. Aluminium mm. never ever loses its quality. You okay. know. So so. That is the ultimate, ultimate, and that was the ultimate for us. It was sort of like light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was the start of like, okay, great. 
And the hard part, and this is what not a lot of people really understand, is, oh, great, aluminium cans, that's great. And we, we, we looked online and we saw that loads of people had actually had this idea, but no one's really done it. Why has no one done it? And I think that there's loads of answers to that. First of all, you can't close it. Second of all, you can't see the water. Third of all, people think there's going to be a really, really bad taste. Mm. Fourth of all, like... It, the, 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 like people just can't imagine like a nice design and I think that's I think that's the, the the key for us was all right we don't really care we're going to make this work whether we like it or not we're going to make it work and how are we going to make it work um, and I think we just we just didn't take no as an answer we called hundreds of people within holds like within um, sort of like the the manufacturing market and how to do this and how to do that and most people turn around to us and we're like, yeah, it's not possible. Um, a can of water, uh, a still can of water needs a shot of nitrogen in it to make the can, you know, to make the can hard. Otherwise, it would just be like a flimsy can. Right. And all of these things, people are like, yeah, yeah, we can't do that. We haven't got the infrastructure. How are you going to put water in a can after pipes have had energy drinks, Red Bull, mm. uh, coca-cola uh orange juice going through their pipes all day like you need to be doing like an acidic clean otherwise yeah. there's going to be residual taste in the drink and we just sort of sat there being like ah oh, all right have we just we just like that's it we, it's all over but i think that we basically just said no nope, we're not going to take that as an answer so we just carried on and carried on i think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get get scared it's getting the nose isn't it you know just getting constant nose uh, but it separates you know <laughs> I mean, we sat down with a drinks producer who sort of said, yeah, it looks really good. Don't think the plastic problem's that bad. Um, don't think you'll ever get into Tesco. Um, and that, that is the type of mentality that a lot of people get scared, very, very scared about. You know, when, when people were a lot higher than you were telling you that you can't. Yep. So we basically just carried on and we were like, all right, cool. They might know best in what they do, but no one's ever done canned water. So we're, we're going to make it happen. And we, we, we found one place in Austria basically out of many places in the world who basically just turned around and said, you know what, we'll do it for you. We've actually, we actually know someone that, that has, that has tried it in the past for an event and we actually made a can of water. Ah, okay. Yeah. A lot of people ask why Austria? A lot of people ask. Exactly. And you know, we were very fortunate because we actually found the resealable lid on page 10 of Google. And um, that that lid turns out, obviously, is the lid that we use today. Um, That lid, basically, the people that that, that, that had the lid introduced us to this person and introduced us to this person and this person. And luckily enough, we actually found that the lid was was a 10-mile radius from the the place where the water's made and where the water's canned. And then it all all just really, really, really fit into place. Yeah. Um, And... It actually, from a, a footprint perspective, yes, it is. It was in Austria, and we couldn't get it done in in the UK. Mm. Um, but everything was very, very close to each other. Rather than what a lot of other drinks producers tend to do is get water from there and this from there and this. Yeah. From there. We we we. It, it was the best that we could do at the time that we that, that we did it. It was the only way that we could have created can of water was to do it this way and yeah we we basically just went on a mission and basically that's how the the back end was started before the brand and you and you correct me if i'm wrong but you managed to literally turn that around in, in something like six months like really really 
relatively quickly. Some people talk about it takes a year to find a manufacturer and that was the hardest thing. And then it was another six months of product ideation. We were, we were like obsessed and <laughs> we basically based it on the fact that we would drink this product and we feel that there's a massive niche in the market because people um, need to have a, a choice and people need to have an alternative. And if three guys like us who actually didn't care as much before, but are now so in love with not drinking out of a plastic bottle because we saw what we saw, mm. there has to be people out there that feel the same. And I think that yeah. we, we did do some market research but from the brand perspective, but from a, like, a business perspective, we knew exactly what we wanted. And we were very fortunate from that the three of us have got sales, marketing and design Yes, uh, in, not from drinks industry, not from the drinks industry, which which is is another story. Is another story. <laughs> we basically just thought we're going to do this, and even though it's unconventional, and even though there may it may be such a niche at this time, we felt as if there's going to be a massive wave within the next five six years. And yeah, boy, were we right, really, <laughs> because no one, no one was talking about this at all. Um, and if we talk about like the brand, we basically had to create a brand of something that had never been done before in order to, um, yeah, in order to even, you can't call people up basically and say, oh yeah, I've got a can of water because they'll just, they just laugh. Like they just laugh down the phone at you. And funny Mm. enough, I actually found this the other day and I've never showed this in a, this in a podcast, but I actually found (laughs) it, um, because we did a lot of the work in my house, but this here is basically, and obviously you can see this thing on my screen here, which is really annoying, but that's my camera yes. um, that's broken. But this uh-huh. here is a really, really, really important part of the, uh, the early can of water growth. And what this is basically is when we first, uh, to get cans of water or any can, um, you need to do a minimum run of 150,000 cans. 150,000. And Whoa. I can tell you, I can tell you what that looks like. And let me just say, for someone that's never, ever sold a single drink before, when you first look at 150,000 cans, it's probably one of the scariest things that you've, that you've oh, as, 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 a, as, a, as a, a starter in any industry. Um, and we basically said to our can manufacturers, guys, um, we need some sort of prototype. And they basically said, listen, we can give you just plain silver cans with um, sparkling lemongrass juice in, uh, but they're just plain. And you could just take it to people and just, and you can, you can make it your own. So right. we basically... I think we spent about 500 quid and we basically got these, we got 500 cans, which 500 cans was scary. So you can imagine hundred <laughs> of each. Um, and we got 500 cans sent to my doorstep. And we basically came up with the idea of basically how we can turn a silver can into a, like a still a sparkling can basically. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we created a conveyor belt in my house where we basically what we did is we uh the first person would mask off the top with um sellotape and the bottom the next person would spray paint the whole can you would then leave it to dry and then you'd use one of these bad boys and you'd unpeel it and stick it basically Ah, around the can and these were actually the original can of water stickers that won us 
um, Selfridges and London Fashion Week. Fun. Really? Yeah. Really? And once we made 500 of them, um, we basically had a, a brand deck, which we created based on a brand that didn't exist, um, mm. an email account and uh, signatures and a website of, yeah, this this fake brand that no one knew about. <laughs> and, um, that, yeah, we basically sent two emails to Selfridges and London Fashion Week and we all had jobs at the time. Mm. Yeah, within a month, we basically got an email back from both. And I think the most amazing part was is that London Fashion Week wanted us to be the one of the main sponsors. When we yeah, that's unreal. Isn't it? And the maddest thing was, was getting an email back from Selfridges, who basically said that they needed us in ASAP. And we were just like, oh, we don't even have cans. What do you mean ASAP? And um, me and my colleague Ariel, we sat in, in a meeting with, um, with the bar of Selfridges and he basically just turned around to us and said, um, Selfridges are getting rid of all of their plastic, all plastic packaging. Ah, so you had all the shelf space. Yeah. And he said the weirdest thing that's ever happened is he said, I've come from, um, I think he came from um, Harrodson. He was at Harvey Nichols before. Um, but he said, I've only been in this role for like three weeks. And one of my first tasks was to remove single-use plastic bottles, which they've never done before. And out of nowhere, you've sent us this email right uh, timing, and right? on my desk and I just, yeah. I, I'm just, so it's, it's obviously a bit of luck, right place, right time. Yeah. And he basically turned around and said, yeah, listen, we, we, we love, we love the product and um, you guys now need to go and make it, you know, <laughs> at that point we, you know, we had a, we had a, it wasn't a, a large order, but it was a committed order from, I mean, one of the biggest um, luxury mm. retailers in, in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, because uh, I, I love the way the, brand, the way your brand looks. I love the story. And how key do you think, looking back over the last two, three years, is the design side of things? So Perry, our co-founder, is like, uh, we're all very good friends. Um, so for me, Perry is my, uh, is the most talented, um, creative individual I've ever met in my life. Ever, I've, I've, I've all, I will always do business. I'll always have. I was always going to have businesses with Perry. We're very, mm. very similar in that aspect. Uh, the, the things that we like and the things that we do is very, very similar. And uh, everything that Perry does and has done um, in the past, I've always been a massive, massive fan of. Um, so it's really a friendship based upon you know we we, we very much love ev- that everything that we that we that we've grown up loving is very similar basically. Mm. Ariel um, is um, very very much like salesy, stern, very very sort of entrepreneurial, um, and um, doesn't take no as an answer. And I, and I love, always love that about Ariel. And I guess that's what sort of that I'm also quite like that. And I always saw myself um, in with those two. And, 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 and I think that's what makes Canada water, Canada water. So from a design perspective, um, Perry's done an incredible, incredible, incredible job, you know, in a world full of color and everything is color, color, color. And everything, mm. everyone thinks that, that everything has to have color, 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 color. Um, we don't think that. You know, we think that things need to be need to be a bit more minim- minimalistic. You know, mm. be a bold brand, be a bold brand, but it doesn't need to be completely in your face. I mean, it, it, most of the brands that I look at that have got color and it's just bold color, I personally don't 
resonate to it. It, it, it to me, it feels a little bit. It, it, it just feels a little bit too much. So when you're yeah. on a shelf, you don't stand out as much. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, in a world full of color on a shelf, why not just put like be the odd one out? You know, in the water yeah. section, um, and that is very, very, very down to 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 to, to, to Perry and um, about doing things like you know, like obviously the whole less is more. Um, I would say that an individual um, an individual walk up to a shelf. Um, they will see cano water and they will think, what on God's earth is that? <laughs> um, they'll see it in the water section and they'll be blown away by it and they'll see natural spring water and they'll look at it and the design will the, the, the design will be the first thing that they look at. Mm. That's what will capture them. When they read the bit on the back about the purpose, that's when I feel like you've got them. You know, yeah, like yeah. cool has a shelf life. Um we have very, very much grown up in very cool sectors, the three of us, in, 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 in the sense of like we've, we, the music that we've sort of all grown up listening to, you know, like the, the sports that we've all grown up to, like skateboarding and sort of, of, sort of stuff like that. But we know that brands can very, very quickly just be forgotten if they're mm. just based on cool. Yeah. Um, so we've never wanted to be, they've never wanted to be cool. It no, you didn't want to be a trend, it, did you? It just, it, just is, yeah. it just is cool. That's mm. it. It just is mm. cool. And I think that that was, that was sort of key, key for us. I mean, when I, every single day that I look at the can, I've never once been got, um, it, and I work with it every single day and I've worked with other sort of other brands and other things. And personally, I get quite bored of it. I could never get bored of Cano because it's just, there's not, there's not too much about it, you know? And I think that's why, that's why the brand, um, I, I'd say that's why a brand that wasn't meant to do that well um, <laughs> has done probably quite well because it's um, not a lot of people wanted it to do well, you know, mm-hmm. because it, it, it harms, it, it can harm quite a lot of businesses, you know, this, this product, you know. Yeah. We, we are a disruptor in a category where people have been making billions for years and years and years and mm. then out of nowhere someone comes in and says no you're drinking water wrong because the way that you're drinking it is actually ending up polluting the planet and you you, you should be drinking out of the tap but if you if you can't drink out of the tap there is an alternative and this is this is the best alternative on the market at the moment yeah and, and like a couple of things to, to add to that 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 um I saw, you know, scientists saying we consume an average of 2,000 microplastics a day. And when you put it into like the graphic that, that I saw you guys did, which is like a bank card, you're like, holy it's shit. <laughs> exactly. And that, yeah. and that is that those types of statistics are really the, because you know what? One thing that we're not as a brand is we don't like to just shove things down people's throats and they just get terrified. And, yeah. and that is, that, that's something that we've seen competitors do mm. that I think that, that 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 and I've seen a lot of people do that 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 is that is that is wrong. You know, we we're a brand and you know we're not perfect um, and we can't just start going against plastic bottles, you know, or against plastic. Because you know plastic in certain um, materials is 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 a good material. Mm-hmm. And in circum in, in different circumstances is is a great material that we couldn't actually um, we couldn't afford to lose, you know, especially in hospitals and, and places like that. But mm. in places like uh, in the supermarkets and in different um, retail spaces and different sort of outlets and, and even just like in people's homes, we don't need single-use plastic. You know, we, we, we don't need that. It's, um, and I think that what the way that we see it is doing 
giving people those types of statistics, but not sort of like the the media. The media really does it for us. I was going to say, do they just pick up and run with it? Yeah, yeah. you know, we just educate people on on the aluminium facts Mm. while building a really, really great um, lifestyle and aesthetic brand um, that is really sort of um, like challenging challenging the, the sort of big boys but also sort of working very hard to impact the culture you know yeah I, 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 for me like i want to look back in in, in 10 years and, and say and, and see that i've made a massive massive difference mm. I, I, it's not it's not massively about the drink for us you know it's about the it's about the outcome it's about the vision yeah um, you know our mission is to remove as much single-use plastic as as, as possible and our vision is okay is really to, yeah, to, to hopefully do, uh, yeah, to see how much we can actually do in 10 years time. I'd love to look back and say, wow, we've made a massive dent. Mm. Well, I think, you know, what, one of the biggest keys for me is the fact that instead of it just being another product that people can consume, um, just the stat that you put, that that you, you put out that, you know, every time you pick up a can of water, you're stopping a plastic bottle from eventually making its way to the ocean. Yeah. That just, just blows people away. Cool. You're, you're solving a problem. You're not just providing another drinking alternative, are you? I mean, that's... And I think that's, I think that's, that's the key, you know? And, it is, 100%. And, yeah. and, and, and you know what? For us, um, we embrace competition you know we haven't started this to like we are can of water we're always going to be can of water um, and we're always going to do things our own way um and we're always going to be leaders and champions in this space because thing we do is authentic and the reason we started this is for the core reason that anyone else is going to start it um but really like we we embrace competition you know i mean that that that, that for me is like is is mega important that other people start doing it you know that's why that's why we started it because we want mm. everyone to do it. You know, um, we just will and always want to be recognised. You know, as the people that that that, that started this um, started this journey. You know, because can of water, we've got so much to offer as a brand. I, I can't even explain to you the ideas and. Uh, I was going to say that that just the name cannot. You know what? And it was. I'll take that from the Piers Lenny when he when he interviewed you. Um, but I, I, that was a question that jumped out at me, and I just thought. Oh, I was I was actually thinking about that last night. Going, what else could you do with this? It's just genius, <laughs> and that 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 was key for us, you know. Um, and that actually that name came from um, a WhatsApp group because, funny enough, we wanted to call it Water. Um, and a lawyer basically telling me, I was like, yeah, you can't actually call uh, your your brand Water because um, it's too descriptive. And it just it just it just shattered our dreams. And we came, we tried to come up with Water Drop, and we couldn't even call it that. And in the end, we basically just it was like can of water, but then we couldn't call it that. Too, and then can of water came, and you know what? We all just fell in love with it. Yeah. And, it is what it says on on the can, you know. It is a can of water, and you can like that. That's the idea, you know. When you go uh, for, you don't ask for a, a lot of people. Don't ask for a Pepsi, you know. That's the reality. A lot of people ask for a Coke first, you know. They've cornered that market, yeah. and if you want an energy drink, you're going to ask for a Red Bull. And I think that if you if you know that that people aren't uh, stocking up on. Um, even, I mean, even in places where they don't sell can of water, what are you asking for? You can have that can of water. And that was, yes. very, that was yeah, very, yeah. very key for us. 
Um, and, and just to finish up, um, appreciate you taking time because it must be really, really busy. Um, you know, trying to, I was chatting to um, Al Barrett from Grenade and he, he was just like yeah. that. Sorry, mate, I'll, I'll catch up with you in a week because I'm so busy trying to work with 100 staff remotely all of a imagine. sudden. Uh, I was like, wow, 100, okay. That's a different ball game. Um, but yeah, what, what's... Um, uh, this question I'm asking everyone at the moment, what's the, the you, are you going to be focusing on for like the next four weeks maybe? What, what's the biggest item on your, your agenda, would you say? Basically just planning the takeover, really. You know, planning like the next steps. We, um, listen, it might be a setback for everyone from a sales perspective, you know, but this doesn't stop our mission, you know, and that, that's what we work on every single day. How do we continue this mission? How do we remove as much single-use plastic from the environment? And every day we are planning on how we can obviously do more from a commercial perspective as well as from a, um, yeah, I mean, obviously sales and commercial is, is, is mega important, but from a marketing perspective, how can we get out there as much as possible um, and, you know, summer, lose, losing summer for a brand like us, if we, if, well, I'm sure we won't lose the whole of summer, but losing yeah. a lot of like the big festivals and a lot of things that we have planned. I was yeah, going to mention that, yeah. It's hard, you know, because this, this was our, this was our biggest, this was, or last year was our biggest, this financial year was our biggest year to date, you know. We went from a company that might have sold like in 2018, like something like, like 900 to a million cans, you know, um, 900,000 to a million cans. And then all of a sudden in 2019, we nearly went up to like uh, 12 million cans. Did you, in one year? In, wow. in, in one year, um, just, just below. And, 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 and that, 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 that's really, really, really exciting for us, you know, to see that there, that the culture is growing, you know, from, mm. from being in a place where no one really understood why. Um, and everyone in the market who's now starting canned waters, um, who turned around and said, these guys won't even, they won't even be around for it. You know, I, I've, I've, I've been at trade shows and I've heard people, I've actually heard people turn around from other brands say, yeah, these guys will be out the market in, in six months' time. Uh -huh. you know? And I think that's, that's, that's where a lot of people like, go wrong, you know, in, in, mm. in, in, in believing in, in, in others and believing in, in the future. Yeah, so right now, we're just concentrating you know, on the future as a team you know, and concentrating on how we, uh, the next thing that we do. You know, we're never looking at copying other people. We're always looking at, um, at how we can be innovative. That is like, for, for me personally, from a marketing perspective, that, that, that's the key. You know, we, we, we are inspired by, by, by uh, other, 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 other people, uh, but we, we, we never, never, ever copy. You know, we're always very, very much the first of our kind. I really liked, um, just, just to finish up on, I really liked um, a couple of things you, you were doing recently, the, the buy to get to but yeah. then um the case of water that came with the notepad the pencils and the sticker yeah. i whoever came up with that i thought that was genius <laughs> yeah and like you know things like that are just to uh just to make people feel you know happy you know and i think that that's that's why we do it and make make people feel loved um we i mean as i said people people before um or purpose before you know before profit and um we like <laughs> 
it, it's very, very difficult when, when you talk about sort of like uh, we, we, we work with different types of charities and we're, we're going to be launching a post tomorrow that, you, that, 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 that you'll see, okay. uh, which, will, or which will be about what we've done with the NHS, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, 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 we haven't really wanted to sort of scream and shout about it because I've seen a lot of brands do it and sometimes yeah. it can come across quite unauthentic. Yeah, um, right. and like we're just giving water because we want to post it on 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 X, and yes. we, we've wanted to be we've wanted to be really really careful because we're not we're not about that. We're not doing this to for clout as such, you know. We're doing this because we genuinely care. So yeah, we've been working with with our um, some of our like, biggest sort of wholesale partners um, in finding out ways of how we can help the NHS, you know, um, and how we can offer them. Um, like yeah recyclable alternatives you know there are a lot of people within the nhs that don't want to be drinking out of plastic bottles Mm. and a lot of them we've been told um can't wash their reusable flasks because they're constantly you know constantly working Mm. so we 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 want to we we, we've come in from from that aspect instead of just sort of like here's loads of water for no apparent reason i think that's 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 very that was very key for us so we will be launching, um, we will be announcing tomorrow that we have given, say, yeah, around just over 20,000 cans to, to, to sort of different hospitals working directly with the, the NHS. And, and it, listen, it's, um, it's a scary time, but you know what? You look at the collapse that people are doing on a Thursday evening, you look at all these things and you think to yourself, you know what? This people, we will be coming out of this um, together you know and it, you know in london it makes me london makes me laugh you know you sit on the train and no one wants to smile at each other you know? it's <laughs> not like that in london people are very sort of hardcore and sort of they keep to their own and, and i think that's what makes london so special but also is makes london a bit a bit gritty you know and yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. just how london's always been but you know when people get on their first um their first train ride, even if they're having to wear their masks, people will be looking at each other, you know, with a bit of a smile, a bit of a like, we did this together. Um, and I think that is what, um, that's what's so amazing about our, yeah, about our beautiful planet is that when people come together, they can make a massive, massive, massive difference. So I hope you enjoyed that one. Um, such a great story. Um, as you heard, look, it's not all success. Um, it's a lot of bloody hard work. And yes, there have been serendipitous moments along the way for them. Um, but I love love that story and, and I hope that they can uh, push on and continue to do well uh, once the economy you know, is fully functional again um, and people are allowed back into the shops. Um, so couple of things I could talk about here, you know, again, it's such a clear, strong looking brand. It's so simple, you know, it does uh, remind me um, of Huel as well, which I'm a big fan as well, as you know, um, you know, that very clear black and white uh, marketing. And maybe it's because I'm a, a Raiders fan, American, my, my American football team since the 1980s when they won Super Bowl 18. Um, they've been my team. That's black and silver. So I do have an affinity to that, I have to say. But um, I love it. And I think, you know, as as Josh articulated, uh, it's so much easier trying to build a successful brand when your purpose is so clear, where there is a clear why for what you do. Um, And theirs is pretty well-defined, isn't it? You know, it really is. Um, And 
The challenge is, you know, running a sustainable business, they're doing so much in this space, um, really carving out a niche for themselves. Um, and it's great to see, um, you know, again, you know, building that community, it's definitely attracted a certain, um, you know, strong, strong crowd of people are attracted to this brand. I first became aware of that when um, Piers Linney, who've had a, this show twice, interviewed them for his NetWets podcast. Um, and I thought I'd, I'd like to speak to them. And it's taken me, I, th I think over a year now, but we got it done and I'm really pleased uh, that we did so because I really felt like I connected with Josh. It was a great conversation, really enjoyed the story. Um, they definitely should be doing podcasts, shouldn't they? Such a great story to tell. Um, it really is, you know, especially on the sustainability route, the community route, there's loads they could do there. Um, this is me just spitballing at the top of my head, but um, I think they'd make a great podcast. Um, if you need any help, guys, you know where to come. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, next week, back on it, two episodes as always. Hope you can join us. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time. <laughs>